This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. What's the best way to reduce? Eat plenty or starve yourself? 30 pounds in just 18 weeks. Jenny Craig totally worked. I love to eat, but overeating made it impossible to lose weight. That's my body right. wants bread, and I'm going to give my body what it wants. Oh my God. <laughs> so I naturally. Medical studies prove that overeating is the number one reason for weight gain. If you eat it, it's really easy to lose weight. It's Welcome to Fat Camp, a podcast that throws a comedy eye over our societal obsession of diets. Now, a little disclaimer, we are not health experts, but we are fad diet connoisseurs. I'm your host, comedian Grace Mulvey. And I'm your co-host, Connor Dowling. Welcome to Fat Camp. Hey everybody, you're very welcome to another beautiful episode of Fad Camp. I am your stunning host, Connor Dowling. And I am your handsome co-host, Grace Mulvey. <laughs> oh, it's so good to be back together. It feels like it's been a while. Uh, we're sorry to have left our wonderful listeners. We hope you're doing well. Yeah. So today we have a very interesting episode, uh, one that pertains to a particular genre of films that I know Grace is quite fond of indeed. Obsessed. Obsessed? <laughs> Where's all this coming from? I'm so interested and curious to dive into that. But to kick things off, Grace, I wanted to ask you, did you know that at one point, Chris Evans's chest, his pecs, were the most talked about body part in the entire world? What? <laughs> what, a, um, what a reaction. <laughs> um, yeah, I... In the world, I think this is... I mean, this is this, what the internet told me. This so I'm just be, trusting no, exactly what the internet which, said. Have we seen it over this pandemic? I mean, misinformation? No way. <laughs> Has the, the internet ever steered anybody wrong ever? I, I think not. I don't think so. So, yeah, I can understand how this has happened. Do you not... Because, like, if you think about true celebrity history, which is the only type of history I have. <laughs> Same here. I got a PhD <laughs> in J-Lo. No. <laughs> I got a PhD in Britney Spears. So, um, well, if you did, then you would have known Free Britney. It needed to happen a lot sooner than it did. But anyway, um, but you remember like in the 90s, like J-Lo's arse was like literally the talk of wow. the town. And I'm pretty sure she had it insured. Like I remember being... Excuse me? I'm pretty sure she had her arse insured. Bum-shirt? <laughs> Bum-shirts. And then, but you remember like, because like, I think it was like the VMAs and stuff when she wore that kind of green dress. Like, you know, everyone was talking about arse. And then if you think about it, right... Do you remember when um, in the British royal family, Kate and Will were, got married and um, Kate Middleton's sister, is it Kate? Mi Pippa Middleton. Okay. Her arse was like, there was a Facebook group made on the Her day. Her ass has its own agent. <laughs> but everyone was talking about it. Like it was literally like a Facebook group was made and like hundreds of thousands of people joined it. And it was about Kate Middleton's arse or Pippa Middleton's wow. arse in the bridesmaid's dress. So like I mean, there are like there are things that like suddenly just take hold of people. I'd love to do like a little like I'd love to find out throughout history what like famous people's certain body parts. When you know I mean? did we become obsessed with just specific body parts of oh, yeah. I remember watching one of these like MTV used to do these kind of like celebrity news kind of documentary kind of things and I remember literally seeing uh, them analyzing Matthew McConaughey's the length of Matthew McConaughey's biceps <laughs> like and they were going Matthew McConaughey has actually a very interestingly short bicep if you can see here in these photos and they were looking photos and you're kind of watching going yeah actually his, uh, his biceps although tanned and toned are quite short oh my god it's like why why do yeah. we care about this? Why are we, yeah. why are we, it's like some sort of meat market where we're just singling out like just a part of somebody's body because it has some sort of, you know, arousal properties <laughs> in a lab. They're like, well, the, the chest has 95% arousal pro properties in the female, whereas in the male, well, in the Chris Evans male, it's yeah. 100%. Yeah. So, yeah. So in the Chris Evans situation, his chest was the talk of the town. Um, and this was particularly in 2011 when the first Captain America film came out. Captain America, the first Avenger. Right. And so this brings us into the kind of topic that we're talking about today. We're talking about the beefed up superhero, particularly from the perspective of the Marvel Cinematic yes. Universe. Because in recent years, this has become 
just such a uh, talked about thing yeah. you know what's their workout what are they eating their transformation from before to after so we've got a little bit yeah. of a, a little bit of a history to kind of bring you on this journey here and you know over the years you'll remember famous actors like Arnie and Stallone oh, yeah. basically she's like Grace like oh, oh yeah. how can I forget ladies am I right am I right ladies I was probably like a kid that just, just didn't understand why I was having that tickling feeling <laughs> I'm like why do I fancy the Terminator so much <laughs> Yeah, so like these guys, these action stars, they were basically bodybuilders, yeah. really. You yeah. know, like when, you know, with these incredible physiques um, on Particularly screen. Particularly Arnie. Films. Like oh, Arnie to- was actually was a bodybuilder. Actually. Who basically, I think, fell onto a film set one day and they were like, totally. brilliant, you're the Terminator. Like, yeah. he's not, he, I think he himself would admit his acting skills are not <laughs> like the best. At least the rest alone is like very. Sure. You know, but yeah. But like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like essentially is because he's a strong person. And like you've seen it now with. John Cena, all these other totally, guys and there. we always had, you know, you know, our action heroes were always, you know, in good shape. Actors yeah. in general are often, you know, typically good shape. We're going to put in quotation yes, marks here in, yes. in, in a high like level of like athletic fitness, yeah. like and slim and toned. Yeah, but then there was this kind of like you know higher level of like you know uh, physique that were these bodybuilder type guys like Arnie and Stallone. Um, and but but so so that was kind of re- reserved for these kind of like you know special figures who were these kind of bodybuilder type guys. But as the years have as the years have gone on, action films have evolved over time, and so too have the physiques of the men and women who play these characters. Yeah. And I'll never forget when I was a kid hearing Bruce Willis probably in that same Matthew McConaughey bicep documentary. <laughs> uh, what were you? I don't know. Like, I mean, it's just like after school, you know, I was waiting for Cat Dog to finish and SpongeBob to come on, and it's like, oh, I want to see a documentary about Matthew McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey's hot bod. I always do remember those kind of weird shows, though. They're yeah. like on VH VH one or yeah. whatever, and they'd be on at like four o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and they're like, behind the scenes of the real story of this random actor you've never heard of. And you're like, oh, I'll watch this. Exactly. Um, And I remember hearing Bruce Willis in particular saying, you know, that if he ever read a script and there was an action line in the script that said something like, you know, the guy comes in, takes off a shirt and throws it onto the couch and hops in the shower he said he would read that and then he would hit the gym for like six weeks before the shoot and go because that that implies I'm gonna have a shirtless kind of scene and you know okay I'm I'm, you know a a fit guy but I want to look my best but you know even like the guys like Bruce Bruce um Bruce Willis had a bit more of an everyman kind of quality to them as an action hero but still there is that kind of like expectation that he's gonna be like yeah, I mean, like, if, you, if you think about it in like uh, Die Hard, like it, yeah. he's in a essentially, I hate calling it a wife beater, but a wife beater top. <laughs> we actually call them wife lover shirts now. We do. That's the thing. <laughs> which, which wife appreciation sh- tops. Um, you know, he was he was very much an everyman. Like he was mm-hmm. in good shape yeah. and you'd be like, he's probably a guy who like, you know, I don't know, goes for a run every so often, whatever. Maybe yeah. hits the gym every so often. But it definitely wasn't a person that you were like, oh, this guy is like totally. so ripped. Yeah. And that's part of the fun of it. It's like, you know, if you're the audience member sitting in the cinema, you're, you know, trying to put yourself in the shoes of that yeah. character. I can be the hero too, right? Yeah. It's like, but when I look on screen and I see Arnold Schwarzenegger on screen, I'm like, well, I mean, he's superhuman. You know, yeah, uh, that's yeah. never going to be me. Uh, there's an escapist to the, that. You know, there is an escapism yeah. to that. You know, so I think that's valid too. I think both sides of it are valid, but I think there is a very interesting kind of dynamic of seeing someone who looks like uh, the average person yeah. uh, reflected back on screen yeah. that you can follow and watch them yeah. be a hero too. Um, if only there was some sort of like TV show with that same kind of uh, idea <laughs> that Grace and Connor were possibly writing. Oh. Um, so, but nowadays, okay, uh, with studio blockbusters, particularly in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it, it, the way actors uh, change their bodies, it's a little bit more than hitting the gym. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Quotation marks, um, and actors over the years have been known to transform their entire bodies for roles. You know, like uh, famously, like Robert De Niro, who trained to have a boxer's body yeah. for Raging Bull, and then later in the same film gained like sixty pounds of fat to play the character Jeez. later in life. And the joke about that is famously he never lost the weight. You know, like for the rest of his career. <laughs> I didn't know that joke. <laughs> well, I just made it up there. No, no, I'm not. I didn't, no, I didn't. That's, that is a real body bit. shaming Robert De Niro. <laughs> this goes against our whole point. <laughs> this podcast. 
<laughs> or the infamous one where Christian Bale starved himself to become beyond deathly skinny yeah. to play the character in The Machinist and then shortly after beefed up to play Batman in Batman Begins which was all about you know being the buff yeah. kind of hero guy and did you ever hear about how Christian Bale lost the weight to play The Machinist? No, I actually don't know if I do, do, you, do you want do to know? know? Like what, what? Okay, go on, tell me. He <laughs> uh, ate a tin of tuna a day and that's it. Oh, and when he said when he was hungry he would read a book oh, and he stop. was scary like it, like it's ill advised to see it, like to lose that much weight ever like you know he was yeah I because I read something recently about emaciated um, is the a, word a dietitian was mentioning that um one thing she's learned over her study so far is that it is far more dangerous to be underweight okay like you will die a lot quicker yeah. if you're underweight and that is of course because there's no fat to protect mm-hmm. you yeah um and so him doing something like that is absolutely, it's so wrong. It like how, as well, you know, like this is like my practical point, but like insurance wise, how can you insure against an actor who's mm-hmm. going to lose that much weight and be dangerously underweight? Yeah. Like, I think there must I mean? be some sort of thing where they have to take on the 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 risk, you know, themselves. Oh, they have, yeah. to, they have yeah, to maybe yeah. indemnify the production yeah. and say, if I, you know, lose too much weight so that I disappear, you know, from existence entirely. <laughs> the camera can't pick me up. <laughs> they say the soul weighs 23 grams. I lost the 23 grams and I'm dead if now. If I just float into the air, <laughs> I'm never seen again. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So the, the production can't be held responsible. I imagine okay. it's something like that. But then obviously that's going to have all sorts of implications with like lawyers and, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. budget and everything. But yeah, so so actors are famous for challenging yeah. themselves to transform for the roles because mm-hmm. that's you know that's the whole thing of transforming to become a different character. But then in uh, the modern day, we cut to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, yeah. okay? And this is something that started with Robert Downey Jr. Uh, his big comeback to the big screen yeah, to play yeah. Iron Man, which spawned the cinematic universe and gave us films like Captain America with Chris mm-hmm. Evans and Thor and Chris Hemsworth. And if you remember the first Captain America film, right? Chris, and this is, I'm sure you do remember it, but just for anyone who hasn't seen it. (laughs) It's right in the memory (laughs) box. Chris, what was his character's name? Was it Steve Rogers? Is that? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, 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 so Chris Evans plays Steve Rogers. He's this super skinny, weedy version of himself. And this was achieved by seamlessly putting Chris Evans' head onto that of a weedy actor's body through the magic of CGI. And it does not look weird (laughs) at all. Okay, there's no like uncanny valley. What's that? No, it doesn't look strange at all. I oh, imagine being that actor. You have to be the, the skinny boy. You're you are. <laughs> this must be weird. So this is our main character. This is Steve Rogers. He is a he's he's in the military. It's like you know World War Two era, yeah. and he wants to be you know a hero and help out as much as possible. So he volunteers himself to be part of an experiment mm-hmm. to create super soldiers. And um, I can already hear if there's any Marvel fans going, Connor, you're getting the details way off like please just shut the fuck up because and there's also definitely people listening here like I couldn't give less of a shit about yes, Marvel exactly. who are like please shut the fuck so up so I'm just summarising <laughs> for anyone who's like I think I'm getting it wrong or anything who's yeah, like thinks yeah. I've given up too much information just summarising so he volunteers to become to be part of this experiment in the military to, that's going to create super soldiers and basically he gets into this like tank kind of thing yeah. and they, they inject him with stuff or they give him some, you know, pill or whatever it is. Uh, red pill, blue pill, Morpheus <laughs> shows up. You know, you've seen yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his character emerges from this tank. Buff. <laughs> A.F. You know what I'm saying? I can't even describe to people at home how succulent his Oh, Grace. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm about to. I'm about to, right? He, when he emerges from this tank, in this lab, he has glistening, <laughs> heaving pecs and throbbing biceps. He has hot triceps and steaming calves. All the better to fight crime with. Yeah. He has a stomach you could crack chestnuts on and nuts you'd rest your chest upon. What I'm saying, Grace, is the point is the bro is strong and buff. It's ridiculous. And what's so interesting about this is here the actor's actual physical body is being showcased as a sort of supernatural, superhuman weapon. And when you watch it after seeing the uncanny version of him as the skinny baby boy man, it really (laughs) does make you go like... Wow, Evans yeah, must yeah, really yeah, work yeah, out an yeah. F ton. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he did. Yeah. He worked out. That boy worked out, Grace. 
So I think that's, I just think that is so interesting in that you're looking at it going like, wow, we are so impressed as an audience at how buff he is. Yeah. But that's his actual body. There's no like trickery or CGI, which often does happen. Sometimes we will paint abs onto actors and have CGI abs and stuff like that or just manipulate shadows just to make things pop a bit more. Yeah, even like an Instagram. I mean, like talk about people editing photos to make themselves look like uh, there was a reason one about J-Lo and when she was with um, A-Rod a few months ago right? and uh, someone basically went through their Instagram photo and showed how they had edited it to make her look like she has a flatter stomach and him look like he has big arms. Oh, wow. And I'm like, even though the big A-listers and he's an athlete, she's like, you know, she's (laughs) defying age and gravity. (laughs) Yeah. With their Roddy. But like, even they're doing what they can to make it look that little bit better, you know. God, what I mean? you're really after JLo, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I think JLo's arse fascination was war- obsession. Did you uh, did but, you start that Facebook page? Did yeah. you start the JLo Ass Museum in Seattle? Because <laughs> I went there on on a no, no. no um Seattle of all places. <laughs> I know. Why would they have a JLo Ass Museum? Uh, they are carving a bronze statue of her in New York, though. Um, just of her, her, her butt, her, 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 and it's her just, left and buttock. It's, and it's called Jado's arse. Yeah. Not even ass arse. And it's just your signature, Grace's <laughs> signature on it. Yeah. So here's how Chris Evans uh, transformed his body to look like the superhero okay. version of himself, and. It's this is how you can do it as well if you okay. follow these simple steps. No, just oh, kidding. Uh, so the studio enlisted the help of personal trainer to the stars uh, Simon Watterson, who famously trained Daniel Craig's bod oh, for gosh. Casino Royale. Right. Uh, he said uh, Evans's portrayal of Captain America needed to be the product of several elements of training, including hand-to-hand combat, swimming, explosive strength, uh, sprinting, and unsurprisingly, mirror muscle. You know, mirror, mirror muscle. muscle it's the type of muscles you see when you flex in front of the mirror so it's kind of like oh. workouts I'm assuming designed to create quote unquote mirror muscle and he says they briefed me on how they wanted Chris to look so this is coming from the studio yeah, it's like yeah. we want this type of pec this type of ab this type of bicep his shoulders is you know um, this is that's like that's actually creepy it that, is, that a studio yeah. approaches and they're like this is how you need to build this, this is like person. some 1950s like starlet kind yeah. of like her hair is too small her <laughs> chest is too big you know like make her waist skinnier yeah, you know yeah, it's, yeah. it's like give her the diet happy pill yeah oh, exactly yeah. has she been eating because she shouldn't be um, <laughs> hello Manhattan <laughs> <laughs> so they, he, said, he said they briefed me on how they wanted Chris to look I worked particularly on that shot where he comes out of the machine or the tank right. to make him look a tiny bit bigger and leaner than he actually is in the rest of the movie so that's where they really put all of their kind of focus right. into that moment so the big reveal yeah, exactly yeah. Uh, he's going to look good underneath the suit yeah. right but when we have him shirtless yeah. we want to want to see those heaving pecs we want to see those sucking pecs <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but ultimately it is about performance rather than just looking good he has yeah. to be able to sprint he has to be able to throw yeah. a shield he has to be able to jump over a wall yeah. like, I mean that's like you know like a whole gym session in itself wall jumping the aesthetics are almost like a byproduct of being an athlete so that's okay. what he's saying it's like it's not just all mirror muscles or glamour muscles it's an actual like transforming this actor into like a full on athlete but that's the thing because like Actually, that's what almost like the difference between like an athlete and and the mirror muscles, mm-hmm. as you call them, is that I remember the Sports Illustrated did um a, they do a body issue every year, and one okay. year they did a body issue which was very inclusive, but they just showed the different body types of all athletes. And of course, all athletes, most ninety nine percent of them do not have that mirror muscle, right? Yes, Marvel yeah, body. It's more functional. It's functional. Mm. So some of them had bellies some of them had you know like some of them were fat people some of them were smaller right, people okay. some of them were whatever and like people were kind of outraged there was this one yeah. of the baseball player yeah. and they were outraged yeah and how it was dare like, he not be ripped to shreds because that's what i've because that's what the marvel expected. almost like those marvel yeah. movies have put into yes. it it's like there's a difference between athleticism and the mirror muscles the mirror muscles are literally like yeah if you want to go do these exercises but they might not actually be anything to do with like I say an ability to do a sport or like be fit you know yeah, yeah. absolutely and you know uh, not surprisingly to get all of this it literally oh, took hundreds of thousands of reps oh. in the gym and uh, Evan said uh, the gym wasn't anything too special. He said we would take two muscle groups, whether it was chest and back or biceps and triceps, and we would just destroy those muscles. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> quote, for two hours. 
It's like, oh, later you just destroy your muscles. Okay, cool. That sounds fun. But that's what, by the way, that's what I'm apparently like doing reps and stuff. Oh, it is. It's damaging it. And then it has to build back up. And then it repairs. Yeah, Yeah. builds back up stronger. He says, then we'd cool down with core and abs. So like, you know, just a a little cool down, which is probably my whole exercise regime. So you can actually go online to Men's Health. This is no secret insider info. You can go into Men's Health and read Evans's exact workout book, Grace. I'm not going to read it here. Do you want to know why? Because I'll basically be sitting here for the next half hour just listing things like barbell, back squat, three sets, six to eight reps. Do you know what I mean? Just like list upon list. So it's not anything, there's no secret to it. It's like he worked out a shit ton, you know? But also he worked out like, as you said, two hours. So yeah, like under the supervision of an elite personal trainer. Yeah, exactly. So like, uh, first of all, yeah, under the supervision, very, very important because that that trainer will be able to spot if something is about to go wrong. (laughs) Because two hours of training a day is not achievable mm-hmm. for most people. Totally. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And I think, you know, something that has kind of happened as a result of this is it's become a very, um, you know, in the blogger world, in the fitness flogger world, I don't know if that's what they call it. <laughs> Fit uh, fluencers, that's yeah. the thing. Um, in that world, we do see this very like kind of co-opting and copycatting yeah. of, you know, do the Chris Evans workout. I did the Marvel, I worked out like a Marvel superhero for 30 days. You'll yes, see that video constantly be on yeah, BuzzFeed yeah, yeah. and stuff like that and Vice. And, you know, um, so you will see people kind of like co-opting it for themselves, for their own workouts. And okay, if you're like a big fitness person, yeah. um, then maybe you might be able to tweak or adjust or intensify your yeah. workout to kind of match this. And then maybe after a month or six weeks or, or however long it is in the gym, um, you may be able to look something like that. You yeah. probably won't look like the the merging from the tank <laughs> moment. Yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah, yeah. As, yeah. as they even said, we did a little bit extra like trickery or yeah, whatever, yeah. you know, to get to the, get that. That man was probably dipped in like chicken fat like totally, for that. Like there's totally. no way he oh. wasn't, he was glistening. Oh, he was lit- I can picture it now. Can't you picture it? It's like, it's like watching one of those rotisserie chickens and you just, your mouth starts to, to salivate. I had to put on my sunglasses. That thing glowed. <laughs> you know those like windshield wipers on your sunglasses, Grace? Because your glasses were fogging up. It was like that. Just as I was describing it. Um, and, but, you know, so, yeah. So if you are a fitness kind of person, yeah. maybe this, you might be able to get something out of it. You might be able to do it safely and you might be yeah. able to kind of, but if you're like a heavy person or like, you know, someone who like watches like movies or Marvel yeah. movies all yeah. the time, like, you know, maybe you're not. And I'm not saying yeah. that's, that's like, um, you know, exclusively linked to like, you know, heavy people <laughs> like comic book stuff. Like that's just a stereotype. I don't know where that came from at all. Uh, <laughs> you're like, sorry, do you want a shovel for that hole you're taking? Yeah, <laughs> okay, look, guys, I've got a beard, a ponytail. I'm a heavy guy. I read comic books. Okay. Like, but we are not all the same. Okay. That's, that's all I'm trying to say here. So, so yeah. So if you're, if you're not a fitness person, yeah. but you're like inspired by your heroes mm-hmm. in TV mm-hmm. and films, these Marvel guys, chances are you might be inspired to go and do one of these workouts. Yeah. And either, like best case scenario, you'll get sick of it. It doesn't work. And uh, you'll stop doing it. Yeah. Worst case scenario, you'll fucking hurt yourself. Yeah. You know, or you'll yeah. just feel really shit because it's it's so difficult to achieve. Yeah. Um, also, say goodbye to your friends and family. Why, where are they going? Because you're working <laughs> two hours a day and then probably working on top of that. Like, what are you talking what about? What super villain has <laughs> taken my friends and family? I must train harder. <laughs> Think about your friends and family <laughs> until you get those sucking and pecks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then you'll be able to rescue them from harm's way. Hey guys, hope you're enjoying the episode. If you want to hear more bonus exclusive content for FadCamp, make sure to log on to Headstuff Plus and for as little as a fiver a month, you can support our show and other shows in the Headstuff Podcast Network and hear exclusive content from FadCamp. That's bonus episodes, photos, videos. It's a really good time, so we hope to see you there. Now, back to the show. So, but what's interesting to me about Chris Evans is that like, Chris Evans being turned out yeah. like this, you know, was never a massive shock. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was never yeah. like, whoa, what a like, what are the yeah. chances like? You know, because you would you would consider him as a sort of fit and athletic, yeah. handsome kind yeah. of like actor, right? Um, so just keep that in mind as we cut to Thor. So famously gorgeous yeah. Australian actor. <laughs> he's famous. He's famous for being gorgeous. Famously gorgeous. On the top of the yeah. CV, it just says Chris Hemsworth. Chris Famous. Hemsworth actor, gorgeous. Famously gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, so he's playing a well. 
well-muscled himbo god yeah. uh, like character uh, with an impressive physique stature athleticism and presence in the role but again not a massive overhaul of our perception of him you know for those of us who were familiar with him before or we weren't looking at him going oh my god yeah. like, what yeah. a transformation we just assume he is as toit in the tum yeah. uh, in his day to day life as he looks on screen you know <clears throat> but then enter the comedy nice guy superhero trope and right. that needs a bit of work, yeah. that title, but um, yeah. I'm workshopping it. This is where things really start to change. We've got Chris Pratt. Yes. Do you remember when Chris yes. Pratt broke the internet? God, that is so true. So Chris Pratt, yeah, when he was on um, Parks and Recreation, mm-hmm. you know, just like a kind of standard guy, like I almost a bit chubby, I suppose. Sure. Like, yeah, but like, and also, do you know what's so funny? I'm going to say this straight away. I fancy Chris Pratt so much more in Parks and Recreation. Right, okay. Actually, don't fancy like. Listen, he's not like he cares, but like in Guardians of the Galaxy, so, he's, he's, right? he's actually like, excuse me, you bitch. <laughs> but like, it's so funny. I'm so much more attracted to him in Parks okay. and Recreation in his sort of more kind of everyday. He feels more like a yeah, real person. Yeah. There's an approachableness. Yeah. There's a goofiness. There's a <clears throat> there's a sort of boyishness to yeah. him as well. And I don't think anyone was ever watching Parks and Rec going. Oh, he's fat. He needs to lose weight. No. Ever. No. Like ever, you know? And then, but then one day he um, posts a a now famous gym selfie. And it says six months, no beer. And that was his kind of his thing. And then he says, basically, he's been training um, with the help of like some personal trainer to get in shape uh, to be um, Star-Lord, Peter Quill in um, the Gardens of the Galaxy. And, you know, Everyone was blown away. Everyone was like, because he looked, he looked very well. You know, yeah. his skin looked yeah. amazing. His yeah. jaw, like, it changed completely. Yeah. He just, he looked like a different person in so many ways. And then he started to kind of look back and go, oh, I guess he wasn't in, you know, quote unquote, great shape, like back yeah. in those Parks and Rec yeah. days, even though he was considered yeah. quite a, like, lovable and attractive kind yeah. of guy. Yeah. Um, but so, you know, like, but needless to say, like, he went on to play Star, uh, Star-Lord yeah. in Guardians of the Galaxy. He stole people's hearts with the performance. Yeah, 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 you know, really much, yeah. more so yeah. than, like, his physique. I think there might be, like, one shirtless scene in it at a minute 35. Um <laughs> <laughs> Not that I've ever paused it and written it down. <laughs> um, no, but there, I think you know, there's a scene where he's maybe it's when he's 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 captured and yeah. he's like covered in this goo, this orange like viscous liquid yeah. uh, glistening down his pecs, <laughs> and um, at minute thirty six, I think it finishes there. Yeah. Anyway, and that's kind of it. You know, yeah. for the rest of the part, yeah, he's there's a physicality to the role. But like, there's nothing in it that Rainey says other than that shirtless scene that yeah. he has to be like, you know, Rainey in peak kind of physical condition. But he chose to do that. You know, yeah. he chose to do that. There was no one, as far as we know, there was no one kind of saying you have to do well, this. Well, now I would find that, I think I'd question that, that no one said that to him. You're part of the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but there's a certain aesthetic sure. to the Marvel Universe that they, like, I mean, I can't think of anyone who doesn't have a certain aesthetic in the Marvel universe at all. You know. Yeah, it's a good yeah. point. It's a good point. And, like, and I e- highly doubt even, he, they were just the producers hired him with. Listen, <laughs> yeah. don't change a goddamn totally. thing. You're perfect, kid. And even even if um there was no mandate, you know, even yeah. if there was no brief to say like you have to work with this trainer to get this yeah. type of pec, we want your pec to be at a forty five yeah, degree yeah. circumference, etc. <laughs> yeah. You know. Even if there wasn't that, there's got to be the pressure. There's got to be yeah. the, you know, oh, I'm going yeah. into this thing. I'm going to look my best. I'm going to be acting in scenes opposite like Dave Batista, yeah. who's like a wrestler and stuff, you know. And um, and the thing is as well, when I think, you know, when people use phrases like look my best, mm-hmm. I think I'm always wary so, to say that because I'm like, what they, what we mean by that is what they think the best is, which is the marvelous mm-hmm. oh, tactic yeah. that's set. That's what I mean about most of the time, a lot of people would have looked at him in Parks and Rec and go, there's a hot guy. He's, totally. he's a good looking guy. Yeah. So it's like all of these changes are just more of like this world that they're about to inhabit. And there's a lot of pressures there. It's pressures that actually all of us face in this world. But when you see it so manufactured in the cinematic world, it's very interesting, particularly for men, because like probably the first time in our recent history, men have a very much uh, pressure on them now. And the Marvel movies kind of a part of that pressure of a way to look. Women have felt it for 
Yeah. <laughs> the middle, I'm sure there's a Since picture. Since the 50s. I'm sure there's like a cavewoman painting where they're like, you should be like this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. <clears throat> totally. And you know, what's interesting as well is after this uh, transformation, you know, um, he essentially became a bit of a sex symbol and a fitness yeah, icon, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah, you'll yeah. see him, I'm sure that he's been on the cover men's health and, yeah, you know, yeah. his appearance did change quite drastically, but that also then informed the type of roles he was going to get. Suddenly, yes. he wasn't, he wasn't the kind of uh, burnout boyfriend yeah, in Parks yeah. and Rec. He was the leading man. Yeah. Like he was in that movie with Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. He's in the Jurassic Park movies, yeah, you know, the yeah. Jurassic World movies. Yeah, real action lead, A-list it, Hollywood it, it totally, guy. Like, it, yeah, it really yeah. speaks to like, you know, what what's acceptable as yeah. uh, like a leading man. It's not just, oh, you gave an amazing performance and people fell in love with you in this blockbuster movie. It's, you know, it's it's tied up. It should be that. It should yeah. be that. And yeah. re- realistically, if he looked, ama- if he looked, you know, like this peak physical fitness and gave a terrible performance, I don't think his career no, would have really absolutely. taken off. But yeah, yeah. it is that kind of package kind of deal that it's like, yeah, it's like, it's easier for the people making the decisions to hire someone who is hot AF. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Well, it's the way Hollywood's been set up. Totally. You know. Yeah. yeah. As as a viewer, felt like a bit of a statement. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it kind of felt like, you know, particularly after like the the sort of the Joss Whedon kind of comedy kind of vibe with yeah. like Avengers and that sort yeah. of thing. It felt like, you know, um, we are uh, casting kind of comedy actors to play these, you know, sometimes superheroes in, in comics and stuff can feel a little bit like like lifeless and like one dimensional. Wouldn't you know what I mean? So it's like it's like injecting this kind of comedy. So like let's cast like a TV comedy doughy uh, nice guy (laughs) as a blockbuster (laughs) moist hot body boy. You know, like that's Moist hot body boy (laughs) is the most disgusting term. That's what they gave Why us. Why would you use the word that's, moist? That's, but that's what they gave us. <laughs> so so our boy Chris Pratt dropped 60 pounds in six months. Mm-hmm. Um, that's healthy. Three or, Oh, I have some some, inter- some stuff here. That's healthy and very sustainable. Three, three or four <laughs> hours a day of just consistent ass-kicking hard work. That's what he said. Three or four hours a day. Marvel. We're getting paid millions. Oh, well, there's... I really, I I really, got paid for I this. really want to, really want to stress this. The man got paid millions and had probably a cook and personal trainer on hand. Totally. And I'm going to tell you right now, he didn't clean his own house. He got a cleaner in. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, spoiler alert, he didn't clean his own house. <laughs> he wasn't doing his own laundry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't cleaning out those lunchboxes. Oh. You know those meal prep lunchboxes? Oh, he wasn't fucking scrubbing out the hard yeah. parts where it's hard to get the stuff out after no. it's been in your bag oh, all day. Like, yeah. he w- someone was doing all that for You know him. when it gets, this is such a small thing, yeah. you know when like you get Tupperware and it discolors? Oh, <laughs> tell me about it. Yeah. Tell me about it. Tell me about it, right? Am I right, ladies? Uh, <clears throat> where are my girls at? So Marvel would pair Pratt with personal trainer Duffy Gaver and nutritionist Phil Goglia, Goglia. author of Turn Up the Heat, Unlock the Fat-Burning Power of Your Metabolism. And I'm not going to lie, when I read that title, I was like, well, maybe I could turn up the heat oh, unlock the fat-burning power of my metabolism. Goglia, Goglia revamped Pratt's diet, hiking his caloric intake to 4,000 calories a day. What I like to call a Sunday. <laughs> uh, every day is a cheat day. Adding lots, lots and lots of water. One for every pound he weighed. I was peeing all day, every day. That, was, that part was a nightmare, Chris Pratt said. When will this urinary torture end, <laughs> said Pratt in 2013 to his shrink doctor, Aretha O'Brien. I'm assuming Aretha. he said that. I'm assuming I, he said that. Uh, <laughs> Pratt's workouts included sessions of running, swimming, boxing, kickboxing, and even a triathlon. Oh, and P90X. Do you know what P90X is? No. It's a type of cereal. No. It's uh, a set of 12 high-intensity DVD workouts that you do over the course of 90 days. Oh, P90X. God. Admittedly, Pratt had actually started gaining weight for uh, purposely for Parks and Rec. So, oh, really? so apparently, yeah. So that apparently that wasn't his kind of natural wow. state. He had he had purposely gained weight. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know what to make of that because yeah. again, like we said in the beginning, we never kind of saw him as a heavy yeah. character yeah. in Parks and Rec. Yeah. He seemed very much like an everyman, like just a typical yeah. guy who isn't an athlete. Mm. Um, but here he was, this actor going like, "Oh, I see Andy maybe as being a little bit like." you know, uh, 
lazy maybe yeah, you know yeah, um, yeah. he like lives in a van yeah. like and he you know he's, he's got I can't remember all of the the, the facts about there's Andy a probably a, there's it. a physicality to Andy that was funny you know true, what I mean like true. yeah so and, I, but I don't think it's because he was heavy I think it's just because the way he would run around and sort of mess about yeah. was funny yeah so yeah I mean it's a very it's a tough one because like that's the thing about comedy characters amount of the times that like fat people or anyone who has a bit of weight on them are made out to be a comedy character totally or know? if you're an actor and you're going right I want to play, I'm going to play this character who's a total loser what can I do he's to, an idiot yeah what yeah. can I do to kind of yeah. like you know signify that to the audience well it wouldn't be good if he was in shape because yeah. you know so I'm going to put on a, even a though little bit I know weight. a lot of lovable idiots who are in shape so yeah, you know totally um, and if they're listening they won't know who they, who they are <laughs> because they're idiots they may be in this room um so I was, again, I was going to read out his exact workout, um, but it's such a snooze fest. Um, so I'll just give you a quote about the workout from his trainer instead. Gaver, his uh, trainer, said, uh, the first two months were bodybuilding type workouts. The next two months were equal parts bodybuilding and conditioning, which sounds very exciting and strenuous and cool. Uh, and the last month was mainly conditioning consisting of cardio circuits, swimming, mountain biking, and faster time sessions. The conditioning workouts often contained a treadmill, rower, a circuit mixed in with weightlifting or calisthenics. In terms of goals, Pratt knew exactly how he wanted to look. Um, yeah, and I do remember it, from that time period in particular that these Hollywood trainers were putting across the idea that the human body was this kind of malleable Mr. Potato yeah, Head yeah, of muscles yeah, 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 yeah. that they would just yeah. target and transform with like machine-like precision. And, um, you know... One of my favorite parts of research in this episode was just discovering the videos, articles, and websites just dedicated to dudes yes, growing yeah. out about these actors' body yeah, parts, like yeah. like loving descriptions of Chris Evans's abs and core strength to the sheer broetry yeah. written about <laughs> Hemsworth's quads. You know, broetry. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, just to kind of like finish on this little segment here, yeah. next up there was Paul Rudd for Ant-Man, you okay. know, and this was even more of that kind of lovable comedy yeah. boy next yeah. door getting shredded for Marvel. Um, and I remember that finding that quite surprising because again, Ant-Man is not the kind of character you consider yeah. necessarily with being like particularly in amazing shape. He, you know, shrinks down to the size of an ant yeah. and, you know, has like 10 times the strength power or whatever his whole thing is I can't remember Yeah, but he wears a, a complete suit that even covers his entire face yeah. you know so it's been a while since I have seen it I'm assuming there's some sort of vest wearing yes, shirtless I'm kind sure of shot is. just to yeah. showcase you know the work because yeah. you know I, that also, when also I think when when I saw that Paul Rudd was doing the Marvel transformation yeah. kind of thing I kind of thought I wonder do actors just kind of go like hey I'm doing a Marvel movie I'm gonna do that thing where you get the best trainers in the world mm. and someone supervises you becoming like, you know, completely ripped. Yeah. You know, just as a sort yeah. of life kind of like, why not? Like when yeah. in Rome kind of thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, I just think that they're, like, I, I would love to know, is there just a standard, I just think there's a shape thing. It's like, yeah, you got to get into shape. It's a bit like actresses in a movie. It's mm -hmm. that joke of like, yeah, you're going to be in a movie, you're going to have to be the thinnest you're ever going to be. That yeah. sort of pressure. I just think that pressure is naturally there. And like, if you sign up for a Marvel movie and you're one of the lead of the Marvel movie, you can't tell me that there's no pressure. Mm -hmm. you, you see like, you're Chris Evans, you see Chris Hemsworth and then you're like, so what, I'm, I yeah. can just rock up on day one on set totally normal after having like a nice big brekkie. No. You go into a boardroom meeting and they're like, so like, you know, there's no pressure, like, if you want, we can pair you with this personal trainer, this dietitian yeah. to, to kind of get in shape. Like, I mean, for example, and they have like on the wall, they have like Chris <laughs> Evans, Chris Hemsworth, fucking uh, Chris Pratt, the, the Chris's, the three Chris's. Yeah. Okay, something creepy's going on there. I don't the know. The triangle of Chris's. Yes. yes. The I'd love if you were signing the your devil's, contract. The devil's triangle of Chris's. I'd love if you were signing your contract and they had on the TV yeah. on a loop that scene where Chris Evans first yeah. pops up with his pecs. Yeah. And you're like, um, are you trying to tell me something? <laughs> no, no pressure now to be in any sort you know, and what's interesting as well is this also uh, extends to the the women in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because does it? <laughs> Normally, there's no standard. I know, women. right? <laughs> and um, Brie Larson, uh, wonderful, uh, brilliant Brie Larson, um, Oscar-nominated, Oscar-winning actor. I don't know if she. she, she I know she was room? not. I know she was nominated for the room, but nominated. I don't know if she won. She definitely should have. She was amazing. Actor Brie Larson. Yeah. Uh, Actor and cheese, Brie Larson. <laughs> who played? Uh, who played? 
who played uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. And she went on a similar intense diet and fitness regime uh, as the lads did and had this to say about her transformation. A huge part of Captain Marvel is mm. her strength. And to be fair, you know, when you think about it, like um, Captain Marvel is like an alien, I think. She's yeah. like got some yeah. sort of super, like you yeah. know, she's from a different planet. And he, and she said, I knew if I could go through that training experience, I would get closer to her and understand her. So again, yeah. you know, using it as a sort of actor's tool to kind of like step into the shoes of the character, yeah. to transform your body, to feel different in your body yeah. and help you kind of like deliver that performance, which I think is, you know, as much as I kind of have my, my, my beefs with, you know, these extreme kind of uh, diets and workouts and stuff like that, I do have a certain respect for the sort of attention to detail that's going into the character building because yes. in the past, I think the problems that we had with our superhero movies before the Marvel super uh, Marvel cinematic uh, universe was that things were very kind of one dimensional and yeah. very, so long as Superman could show up and he was wearing a cape and an outfit, yeah, we were yeah, happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's like, no, we want to see the character's journey. We want yeah. to see their life. We want to get a bit of humor from them as well. And, you know, for the actor to do that in, at least in Brie Larson's case, she has actually said, you know, <clears throat> like it helped her kind of, uh, yeah. you know, if she could push course, a Jeep up a hill in training, <laughs> then uh, she'd be able to be a superhero in a movie. But this is where I, and I do agree that it's like, yeah, I can see that totally being part of the um, uh, the personality trait. I find it interesting that all mm. of the men in Marvel are very much different shapes and sizes yeah. and can show off that that, you know, aesthetic. But all the girls are just very thin. And like, what my point being is, if you look at the Olympics and you see the strongest yeah. woman in the world, you're going to tell me she rocks up like Brie Larson. Sure. No, they tend to actually be quite big women. Yeah. Because the, the, generally the bigger women are able to carry the bigger weights. They look stockier. Like that's just the way that they naturally look when they're stronger. In every single film I see, it tends to be a very like slim actress. You might have a bit of muscle on her, but I'm like, yeah, but they don't actually look like the strongest people. Like, I'm not being, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I just find it very interesting. Like, even in the Marvel movies, like, if I think of all, like, around the, all of the men that are in all the Marvel movies, like, look at even Guardians of the Galaxy. We mentioned that wrestler. Yeah. He's a big guy. Yeah. You now you can tell he's in shape and, you know, in shape, but like, you can tell he's very fit and everything like that, but he's a big guy. I've never seen a very big woman. True. In the Marvel movies, yeah. they're all very slim women who obviously, you know, are working out. And as you say, Brie Larson, yeah, the strength for her. But if you were to look in real life of who are the strongest women, they tend to look like, say, even like wrestlers, mm -hmm. the women who can, who do like the special, let us, sorry, but the um, Olympic weightlifting, they're bigger women. Yeah. So I find it very interesting yeah. still that the men even in Marvel get to be more diverse in their body types than the women do. I mean, the diversity of male body types in Marvel it's it's really marginal when you think oh, about it. Like yeah. the only one I can think of right now in terms of like the guys who are being poised as being like yeah. superhuman is Batista, right? Yeah. And I he's like some sort of like alien kind yeah. of dude who's like, you know, the stockier kind of guy. He's like always yeah. shirtless or whatever. But, and, and well, I do think there needs to be like, you know, more diversity across like the whole, like, you yeah. know, not just yeah. body size, but race and yeah. age and everything. Um. I think part of the superhero thing is that like, you know, you can be super strong yeah, without looking super strong. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know. But like, say with the men, they tend to yeah. look super strong. Like, you know, yeah. what I mean? while the women actually still don't. So there's very much yeah. still a thing, a thing of like, the women take up very little space physically. True, true. Than the men do. And yeah. I just think that's interesting because I'm like, yeah. for Brie Larson, because I've seen some of her workout videos, by the way. And oh, that really? girl, oh yeah, like there was bits where she was doing. Oh, for a second, I was picturing she had like a home workout no, DVD no, or something no, no. like that. No, like it was a, yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like, she was doing a pull up, but yes. she had chains across yes. her legs. So I mean, like, that's an incredible amount of weight. She is yeah. strong, like. But what I'm saying is, I'm not saying that she didn't work out. What I'm saying is very interesting of mm -hmm. like, again, the Marvel aesthetic versus totally. our world. When you see the Olympics, you really see a diverse range of people. And mm -hmm. those are people who are all very fit. And yet in the Marvel universe, it's like women still tend to look like kind of models. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. why do they have to be so small? Like, look at Serena Williams. Like one of the, uh, that woman is like, you know, like she's very curvy, but she's like, you know, a lot of muscle. She's a strong looking woman. You know, but yeah. it, it's not going to show up in any of the superhero women. I don't, I've never not, seen anyone. It hasn't like happened her. yet. Yeah. And, and you know what? Like the more I think about it, the more I kind of go like, I feel like somewhere along the way, 
whether it's in the actual comic book artists, the illustrators themselves, or it's through the the, yeah. the kind of film kind of yeah. casting and that sort of stuff. Somewhere along the way, it's almost like we've kind of like, there's been a mistranslation in that, you know, to be superhuman, like if you're if you're Superman from another planet, yeah. you are strong because the gravity affects you differently, yeah. right? Yeah. You are fast, you can fly, you can do all of these amazing things because you're a different type of um, being. Yeah. But you look and walk among the mortals, yeah. right? And I think in the Superman films of like the, you know, 70s, 80s with Christopher Reeves, like, you know, brilliant, gorgeous, yeah. amazing, yeah. amazing actor, one of the best yeah. actors like ever. Um, you know, he and obviously it, probably a very fit man, yeah. but he there wasn't this kind of, you know, uh, glorifying and showcasing of his like physique. You know yes. what I mean? I'm sure people yeah. were attracted to him and he's very yeah, tall yeah, yeah, and yeah. kind of broad man yeah. and all, but he didn't necessarily look particularly like a bodybuilder. Yeah. You know, his strength came from this kind of like supernatural, essentially yeah. otherworldly power. And I think that feels a little, so, so by that, by that kind of logic, you should be able to be any size. Oh, you absolutely. should be able to yeah. be, you know, a larger body person who doesn't look particularly toned. Yeah. You could be someone who looks like Christian Bale on The Machinist, yeah, who's like, yeah. you know, but you've got this extra thing inside of you. But we have over the years translated it to be that if you have a superhuman, supernatural power that manifests as you look like a bodybuilder. Yeah, you look shredded. You look shredded yeah, AF. Yeah. You're so right, you're so right. Or, or if yeah. you're a woman, you're super thin and uh But you're able to lift. Fit. But you're yeah. able to lift everything. Yeah. Yeah. And it, no, you're you're so right. Like, it, it, <clears> And the thing is, I suppose what I was pointing out with the women, it's the fact that like there's so, and like, I mean, talk about the Marvel Universe, so few women, this, I mean, so few women of colour are black women. Oh, goodness. Or in any, in any of the roles. But like, what I mean is that like it's the if if even for the men and the women, it's so limited mm-hmm. the the narrowness we give to what you can look like when you're quote unquote a superhero in our films. Totally. Is is insane. And only recently I saw Melissa McCartney and um what's the name? Octavia Spencer. Yeah. They were in a Netflix. Thunder Force. Yeah, yeah. They were in a, and I was like, God, it was funny because I was like, these are two they're big women, like yeah. two um big women who and you're like, yeah, like I can imagine her being able to throw something. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know I mean? Like it didn't like it wasn't like I was like, that's insane. Mm-hmm. Like the moment the moment you step into this world and you're watching it, you accept the 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 limitations or the corners of that world. So mm-hmm. like, it's why it's important to see it, mm-hmm. or totally. else we're just like, oh, I could never. Oh well, you know, be the protagonist essentially. We are living through a time where we're seeing so many things we haven't seen before on screen and it's only when you see them that you realise I've never seen that before. Yes, yeah. You know? And it's interesting. It's actually (laughs) interesting to watch. Abraham by Star-Lord 69 Guys with bods like gods and quads that even the odds Biceps you can't forget and ties that emphasize the heroes in our lives. They resist the sweet lies told by French fries and apple pies. Treasure chests born of countless reps, protein-powered superfood salad, hold the dress on too many calories. Hemsworth's back again, he's screaming, do I make you thorny, baby? Ruffalo's rage and Iron Man's in the goop with Gwyneth. Spider-Man's in phase three. Nothing phases me. Jackman's jacked bodybuilding, life fulfilling from pathetic to athletic. Nanjiani's trending, Larson's defending. Come with me if you want to live on chicken and broccoli for a year and six weeks, no beer. The world's in trouble, it needs our abs and muscles. The scales of justice are ten pounds overweight. What's it gonna take to get this evil off my plate? So uh, the last uh, 
Marvel superhero transformation I yeah. would like to profile is the beautiful, fantastic human and internet sensation that is Kumail Nanjiani, who we oh, know and love stop. from The Big yes. Sick and yes. Silicon Valley. And, you know, he's a South Asian, yeah. pa- Pakistani, uh, American actor who has been known to play comedic roles. You know, Silicon Valley, very yeah. kind of like nerdy, comedic kind of guy and has often been kind of typecast in that sort of South Asian, you know, nerdy um, uh, role in the American uh, yeah. cinema. Um, so uh, about a year ago, I think it is now, maybe even, no, it's actually pre-pandemic. Uh, uh, it's it's a good while ago now. He broke the internet oh, as well. By I'll sh- never forget the <laughs> of day. Of course, I'm not surprised. <laughs> when he shared this transformation yeah. pic um of himself to play Kingo in yeah, the upcoming yeah. Marvel's Eternal movie, which is directed by Chloe Zhao, who made uh, Nomad Land, and um, Nanjiani shared an avid, muscled portrait of himself, shirtless. Um, but Kamel's post also came with a refreshingly transparent qualifying statement. If you remember, right. Grace, is, Grace is like, "Oh, I actually don't remember there being text <laughs> underneath the picture. Was was there words as well? I thought it was just a picture on my wall." God, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't remember the text. Come on, Grace. <laughs> Look, I'll, I'm not gonna lie, right? <laughs> there's something about like it's a great picture it's not just like a gym selfie it's like yeah. a professionally taken oh, photo de- yeah yeah it's but, well by the way it's ed- like it's edited like sure. it's, you know it's me, well it's like filtered and it's all you're also seeing the transformation of yeah. the transformation of this you know again another comedy boy next door yeah. kind of guy who is suddenly godlike yeah. in his yeah. physique and it, but this photo like I'm not gonna lie Grace I was looking at it last night uh, doing research uh, for this episode <laughs> I was I was spellbound just w- looking at it, yeah, going like, "Oh yeah. my god!" And not not even just looking at you know his body parts. There's just something as a whole, as a picture. It's like there's something very engaging and arresting. It's mm-hmm. like a work of art in itself. Yeah, you know the yeah. whole piece and all of the feelings that you process when you see this person who has transfer- transformed so much. So. Uh, this is the the quote that he put that I was assuming you would be like well familiar with. I'm no, shocked. No. I'm shocked. So he so it was an Instagram post, and what he said was. I never thought I'd be one of those people who would post a thirsty shirtless. Yeah. But I've worked way too hard for too long, so here we are. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. I found out a year ago I was going to be in Marvel Eternals and decided I want to transform how I looked. I would not have been able to do this if I didn't have a full year with the best trainers and nutritionists paid for by the biggest judo in the world. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I look like this, but I also I also understand why I never did it before. It would have been impossible without uh, these resources and time. So big thanks to my personal trainer who started working with me at the beginning of the year and made me understand true physical pain for months and months. Then once we started shooting, a massive thanks to another personal trainer and his team, three other personal trainers, uh, for training me almost every day and making me strong, limber and injury free. I can almost touch my toes now and thank you for forcing me to do cheat meals, David. Um, Matthew Street Catering for the delicious and healthy meals. And finally, the biggest thanks goes to his wife, Emily V. Gordon, uh, for putting up with me complaining and talking about only working out and dieting yeah. for the last year. I promise I'll be interesting again someday. Um, and then there's just a few more kind of thanks and credits and that sort of thing. So it was just it was just kind of refreshing and I think yeah. that's, that in conjunction with this amazing pick it was also like hey here's this amazing pick but I'm not just going to drop this and go like hey yeah. look I work, yeah. uh, six months no beer like Chris Pratt says you know and like actually, you know what that's so true and I kind of I didn't even mention that kind of annoyed me when he said yeah. that because I'm like because some people might think that all they that's have to do have is to do. not drink beer yeah. and him even putting in thanks to the person who fed me thanks to the person who trained me and the team and thanks to the person who paid for it Mm -hmm. because that's it yeah it's resources it's your job it's you know and also you have a partner at home who's going to be able to who's willing to stay with you every step of the way because do you know why they know there's a time limit on this Totally. You don't mind going through a year of this if you know, oh, listen, you're going to get the paycheck. Fantastic. You know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. all this help yes. coming in. No worries. That's fine. It's not an uncertain thing that it's, everyone else would yeah, kind of go through. Like It's not for the rest of your life, which is what most diets mm-hmm. say it is. This is not a diet. It's a lifestyle. This is the rest of your life. And you're like, but it can't be the rest of my life because Although, it's torture. You having I mean? said that, though, 
uh, Kumail did um, co-opt uh, all of this for his own life post shoot. Oh, right. You know, okay. and to be fair, I don't think you can healthily like transform your body from like someone who no. never works out to specimen to yeah. then going, oh, that was just for the movie. I got it. No, you know, no, you but gotta... I, I don't think you would go back to no. nothing either. Yes. And as, as well, what I mean is like you wouldn't go from like the pendulum going one side to yes. the other and then back again. I don't think he's going to be, but. I think it's very interesting that he's like, not for the rest of my life, could I do this? Sure. And also, there's adopting healthy habits. And then there's like, this is going to be the rest of my life and I'm never going to change ever. And it's like, but life is change. So things are going to change. Your circumstances are going to change. But don't forget that rich people, which now Kumail is, because, Mm -hmm. you know, he's part of this movie, he's going to be a wealthy man and he's really earned it. Like, it's no, 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 you know, shade on that. But they do have different circumstances to you, to most totally. of the population. And that has to just be taken into account. Yeah. Like. And that's that's where the, the, there's the gratitude for his transparency yeah, exactly. in showing this, you know. And um, like the thing is, because personally, when the lockdown happened, Kamel and Emily started this awesome podcast called Staying In with Kamel and Emily. Yeah, they only yeah. did like 12 episodes and then I was heartbroken when it ended. Yeah. But he often talked about, you know, his continuing kind of fitness yeah. regime. So that's kind of how I know he has kind of kept it up. And yeah. he talks about it in a very kind of like nerdy, scientific kind of way of, oh, all these years I wasn't working out, I wasn't doing anything. Mm. But he also wasn't someone who was like struggling with his weight or yeah. like eating. Yeah. You know, he was just kind of like a non-athletic yeah. kind of person. Yeah. But now that he ha- he's had to do it for the year, it's kind of just drilled into me. He's like, oh, if I want to keep this physique or if I want to look this way for yeah. a certain role, yeah. I just need to do X, Y, Z. And one of the big things is like his cheat meals. He often posts his cheat meal pics yeah. on like... But it's not a cheat day. It's like a meal and he posts these like lovely pics of himself surrounded by cakes on a Saturday evening or something. It's, it's just, it, there's a lot of FOMO going on there is what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, being a massive internet uh, celebrity, um, not not just an internet celebrity, but he's huge. You look on yeah. Twitter, he's massive following, massive Instagram. He was bound to receive all sorts of feedback and criticism. You know, he became a sex symbol. He ended up on the cover of Men's Health magazine. But then there's also like lots of like Twitter hate and articles about him. Oh, you have to have used uh, steroids to achieve those kind of results and muscle shaming yeah, was, was yeah, being thrown yeah. about the place. I did see him on an interview with Stephen Colbert during lockdown. And when the famous picture was inevitably brought up, Kumail actually said he grew to eventually hate that picture. Really? Yeah, he kind of, he basically kind of said like, you know, like, uh, it's just become the kind of, that's all people want to talk about. You know, it's like, oh, like, you know, and and in a kind way in the interview, you know, but like kind of saying like, it's it's more than that. That was just kind of like a bit of a, you know, a milestone. Let's like, look at that, appreciate that, yeah. give me the pat on the back and then let's move on. But I think it just became this. So like you're acting this movie, tell us about this one picture of yes, your workout success, yeah. you know? I also think like whenever something happens around it being ba- solely based on someone's appearance, yeah, there's just pressure there. Totally. And I think, you know, it's great that he's adopted, you know, some of the brilliant things that he's like, oh, the workouts, like I got into working out. Fantastic. No one's ever going to be like, oh, working out's terrible. But I'm like, to kind of this one thing being solely based on your appearance, I don't care who you are, that's pressure. It's pressure to keep it up. It's pressure to never let that falter. And like men, I think, are starting to come into the thing of like, eating disorders are rising in men. The whole gym bro culture is causing a lot of pressure as well. And it's kind of sometimes disguised disordered eating. Mm-hmm. But like for men to be able to maybe admit, like there's a lot of pressure for me to yeah. look a certain way. Kamel now for the rest of his life, no, but from that photo. Yeah, no wonder he hates it. Because everyone's going to assume you are going to look like that for the rest of your life. Totally. And no one can look the same way for the rest of your life. It doesn't matter who you are. We all, Arnold Schwarzenegger changed. He's an older man now. He might do workouts, but he's not doing the same no. workouts. And everyone's body's changes. So I think, I think for men with this Marvel thing, I just, it's great that like, you know, I think the, when you're all chasing an aesthetic, we are all different. When you're all chasing an aesthetic, you're going to come up short because even these guys come up short. Even these guys have to do extra stuff for a scene to look like that for 10 minutes and then probably afterwards they drink a glass of water and they're bloated. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. So I think for men, it's really important. I hope that some of these guys might come out and go like, you know, I do feel pressure. And because women talk about the pressure yeah. all the time. Well, it's great that you say that because this, you know, the ripple effects of oh. you know, this <laughs> this uh, this workout and this transformation are is still continuing on. And now that the film is at at the time of this recording, now the the Marvel Eternals movie, it's like a month away yeah. from being released. Can't wait to see it. it looks amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, 
but he was recently did a G, GQ interview and he said that I found over the last year and a half since I did that picture that I am very uncomfortable talking about my body. Like he's oh, always right. been uncomfortable talking about his body and it be it's become less and less comfortable as time has gone on. Then he says, Chloe, the director yeah. of the film, uh, got a little upset with me for getting in shape. Um and then he says, I shouldn't say getting in shape <laughs> for changing my yeah, body to yeah, look a yeah, certain yeah, way. Yeah, See, yeah, we yeah. love Kumail. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, I love you, Kumail. <laughs> he's amazing because yeah. he's listening. Um, Chloe said Chloe said she was surprised only because she'd always felt that Nanjiani had that right mix of humility and charisma to play Kingo, regardless of how he looked. Go, Chloe. Oh, nice. And um, then she's quoted saying, I wanted to make sure he didn't feel like he had to do it for me. So there is, there does seem yes. to be an element of kind yeah. of like choice and, you know, that it's not being kind mm. of pushed on them because mm. from the outside you would kind of start to think maybe there is some weird Marvel Studio exec going here's the action figure yeah, of Kingo yeah. we want your rib, your abs to look like the action figures Kingo yeah. but I also think even naturally there probably would be agents totally. you know publicists totally. I'm sorry but I'm sure someone is saying across at, at numerous oh, yeah. meetings so but again, you know whatever but yeah. again you're about to see how a lot of this comes from the internal uh, pressure and external right, pressure right yeah. so, he, so he says he didn't do it for her he did it in part because he had made it a specific goal of his to play a Marvel superhero Aww. and because he knows that Marvel superheroes don't usually look like him he said if I'm playing the first South Asian superhero yes. I want to look like someone who can take on Thor or Captain America or any of those people, he says. But also because the character shrouds himself in the guise of a Bollywood star, which sounds cool. I didn't know that about his character. Uh, He said, and Nanjiani grew up watching Bollywood movies. So he knows, as he says, those guys are always jacked, you know, these Bollywood stars. But whereas in American cinema, uh, South Asian characters are not usually particularly showcased as being muscle-bound heroic dudes. They're normally more like hackers and IT guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of notoriously desexualized. Oh, a lot of totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was like, I want this to be believable. I want to feel that kind of power in this role. So similar to the Brie Larson kind of thing, right? But then there was another reason um, that he put out his body uh, transformation Instagram post. Uh, his personal trainer actually um, urged him to share this photograph. Like, again, think of how long ago that was. Oh my gosh, yeah. The movie's yeah. only coming out in like a month. You're <laughs> like, she, like, this is like part yeah, of history yeah, now. yeah. But he says he wanted different types of opportunities. He wanted the industry to see him differently. Yes. And fucking hell, like, I mean, it, no, it certainly you're so did. Right. Yeah, when yeah. you think about it, he said, and here's what he says, because Hollywood has historically had a very narrow way of seeing people like him. With brown mm. people, there are very specific mm. roles that we uh, used to get. He says either we're terrified or we're causing terror. Uh, th- those are the only two options we had. Either I'm fixing your computer or I'm like planning something at the stock exchange. Yeah, as yeah, he says. yeah. His words, not mine, people, okay? Yeah. Funny stuff though, funny yeah. stuff. Um, yeah, so I mean, I think that really perfectly yeah. encapsulates and rounds out like the, the previous kind of stuff we were saying about the kind of internal pressure and the external pressure, the the kind of ideals of societal kind of like norms of of what a, a hero yeah. essentially looks like and I just love his outlook and his mindset even like he's basically saying like yeah like you know this has been challenging and the kind of response has been mm. a bit messed up but it seems like it's changed his life for the better. One one of uh, Kamel's superpowers is that his amazing wife, Emily Gordon, is a former uh, therapist. So wow. she is like so insightful. And, you know, they like, again, you hear this on their podcast. They have the, yeah. the most amazing conversation. So I'm sure, you know, they contextualize and kind of, you know, uh, unpack their kind of mindset around everything. But um, yeah. Uh, I heard actually just one thing, right? I heard that she... I, I I haven't seen it. So I just I literally um, heard it on another podcast that they were talking about her response to his right um, transformation and her saying like, "Listen, this is you know hunky hunker ha 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 pets yes. for days." Yeah. But she was like, you know, also it was a lot of like not being able to go out for meals with my husband, yeah. not being able to do fun things with my husband because he, uh, you know, him being distracted all the time because uh, as we said, when you are <laughs> dieting, all you think about or working out like that is die you know you just you end up being a boring person because you have to lead a boring li- lifestyle so she did talk about how like yeah i mean listen he looks amazing but she was like you know i also kind of lost my husband for a bit wow. there to this which i thought is just an interest now i'm paraphrasing her because i heard it obviously yeah. through someone else um and another thing i wanted to bring up that i thought was very interesting i remember seeing um an interview with chris evans and the interviewee interviewer was like um 
you know, I'm sure you got to eat like thousands of calories a day. And he was like, yeah, I had to eat like every 20 minutes. And she was like, she was like, oh, I feel so bad for you. You know, because obviously she's like a woman on TV, so she's starving. Um, but she was like, you know, oh, I feel so bad. And he was like, no, like, like, it's really uncomfortable. Like I had to eat like chicken every 20 minutes. God. And so he's like, it's not fun to force feed yourself thousands yeah. of calories yeah. when you're like, you know what I mean? Doing <laughs> and then hop workouts. on a treadmill yeah, yeah. and bench press. Yeah, fucking... and he was like, but I just thought it was interesting because it's like, um, you know, it's tough. Any sort of big changes in your body, actually, I think that's why, you know, I mentioned before that like, you don't want to almost sometimes commenting on people's bodies can be a terrible thing. Yeah. Because to tra- change your body in any real way takes so much effort that actually it's either illness or someone is like pretty much putting their life a bit on hold to, in order to do this and in a way it's like it's not fun it's like you know so in a way I'm like I don't want to ever comment on it because it's what these guys do like they're getting paid a lot of money to do it but they're also just like you're giving up a bit of your life to do this so I think that's why I always want to put it across people it's these aren't realistic goals you know what I mean like and they're playing superheroes so like they're momentarily changing their body to look like a superhero and that will change again Thanks for listening to this episode of Fad Camp. As always, we want to thank our producer, Darren Lee. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to review us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Great ratings and reviews really help more people find the show, and it would mean a lot to us. Make sure to share the episodes with friends and family or on your social media. Every listen helps. And we absolutely love hearing from our listeners. So please get in touch with any of your diet stories on fadcamppodcast at gmail.com. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.